Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. To the Lazy Geeks podcast. I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. Yes, you are. Oh, <laughs> so I've so I've heard. Anyway, yeah. I've been told I'm Adam Riley. <laughs> Not quite sure. <laughs> I'm living memento. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Definitely me in memento. I don't. What? I don't know what's going on. See, the problem is, is you wouldn't give too much of a fuck to really try to figure out what the hell just happened. I really wouldn't do I'd, I'd kind of, like, at first be like, hey, you know, do you know this? You know, what's this? I'd read through some shit, and then I'd go, you know what, man? Fuck this bullshit. I'm going to go play games some. It'll come to me later. You know? Just... <laughs> I'm going to go, ta- go take a nap. Let's see what happens. Yeah, I'd be like Phil from The Hangover looking and go, what the fuck? Oh, let's get out of here before anybody comes across here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get the fuck out of Dodge. Oh, man. Oh, hey, so this this week I uh, got a little uh, got a little plug for the site going. Ooh. Yeah. Um, this uh, guy, you know, he has a uh, he has a YouTube uh, YouTube channel and he does some stuff on Instagram. It's called How You Living. And uh, he goes to these. Uh, these uh, performance nights where the people get together and perform their own poetry and stuff like that. So he's traveling across the country, uh, but he was in L.A. this week, and he go he only goes to the cities that he has family and friends in, so he hangs out, and what he does is when he's not filming the shows, he's filming other stuff, little hot spots, talking to people, you know, um, things that are associated with that particular area, and um, does interviews or, re- you know, just record stuff. So he was in L.A. this weekend. So he, you know, recorded some stuff at Venice Beach, uh, did some shit going to In-N-Out, you know, because that's kind of related to California. Um, but he also knows, he knows me, so he's like, hey, you know what, I wanted to, you know, he goes, want to do a quick interview for the site. And I was like, oh, all right. So, you know, did that shit, put the put the website page up on behind me, and, you know, answer some questions and stuff. So it's going to be coming out onto YouTube. So uh, when uh, when he does it and that slaughter fest comes out... Um, one, I'll be searching for him, but two, I'll, I'll show you. I'll I'll put you guys the link so you guys can check it out. 
It was pretty cool. It was it was weird though because like he's asking me all these questions about like you know yeah you know so you guys do the site you know how long does it take you to do the podcast because people always at, tell me like you know oh you just shoot videos really quick and it's like no it takes time and I go yeah it usually takes like three three and a half hours for us to do a podcast because because we do like forty five minutes of warm up. I go, and then we actually do the shows, and then we have a half hour between if we're doing two shows that night. I go, it takes a, it takes a long time, plus doing the show notes and, you know, yeah. all that shit. And he was just like, yeah, he goes, and he, he was telling me about how he, he went to um, his old high school, and he saw this kid trying to do this skating trick, and he just kept fucking up. So he started filming, and he started talking to these guys. Filmed for, like, almost an hour of the kid trying to do this one stunt. He finally does it. Puts the video together and it lasts like two minutes. And I'm like, I go, yeah, because it's like, it's an hour of shit just to get shit. And then you condense it and then it looks so much easier than what it actually is. But uh, it was pretty cool. And of course, I took all credit for the side. I just said you were riding my coattails, you know, you know, so. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Motherfucker. (laughs) Uh, I don't even give a fuck, you know. See, I'm that memento guy. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> fuck this bullshit. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, also, I wanted to kind of throw out an apology to, you know, a lot of you guys. Because we, I, 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 I'm admitting, Adam can admit if he wants, I've been slacking a little bit on, um, on content for the site and, you know, even the podcast and stuff. But um, just a lot of work kind of interfere with a lot of it. Actually, I'll take that back. I let work interfere with my shit. That's what I did. And mm. um, so, uh, I'm not That's gonna... a damn shame. I know, right? So, not <laughs> <laughs> not gonna do that shit anymore. Uh, you know, you guys you guys check us out. You guys listen to the podcast and, you know, and I know you wait with bated breath every Monday and Thursday for for, um, for this um, auditory orgasm that you experience twice a week. I know I do. I like to listen back. Yeah. I like to listen with the lights out, the music going. You know. Look, I'll, ad- I'll admit that I slacked. I'm not going to apologize for it. <laughs> <laughs> I do what I want when I want to do it. You understand what I'm talking about? No, I mean, I don't know. I honestly, and it's funny because they cut my hours at work temporarily, right? <laughs> so I'm sitting here going, I'm looking through the stories or the article. I always call them stories. The articles that I wrote. And I'm like, damn, I must be busy. And I look back, I'm like, I had four days off in a row. What the fuck was I doing? <laughs> and it was like, it was, I got caught up because I had four days off. So I'm like, I gotta, I gotta do something. I can't just sit around, you know. So I, I filled my time up with like computer projects, like doing stuff on the computer, setting things up, you know. Installing I was taking, Windows 98. <laughs> installing Windows 98 on a virtual machine because I officially don't give a fuck. <laughs> um, just you know, just stupid stuff. Just to you know, I learned, I, I learned a lot of stuff doing you know, tinkering around. Um, but <laughs> you know, you fill, you fill your time with bullshit, and the real shit don't get done. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So this this week, you know, uh, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be more on the ball. I'm gonna be doing this because, you know, you guys are checking us out. You guys are listening to the podcast. So you know, it's it's our duty to fulfill our end of the. You guys listen to it. You guys check it out. So you know. it's our duty to please that booty. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually looking at my work schedule right now, seeing what the uh, next coming weeks are. <laughs> 
I could see the hours slowly creeping up. So, uh, <laughs> um, all right. So anyway, speaking of not having any money because and not giving a fuck, I pre-ordered uh, Reaper of Souls. Well, that uh, worked well, right? No yeah. money, no no hours, is, no money. I pre-ordered Reaper of Souls. That's right. Well, this is the thing: is is paid in full, by the way. You know, five bucks. You know, when I pre-order some, I pre-order some. Damn it. So I pre- if I pre-order something five bucks, that's because I did it to shut the clerk up. Yeah. Just leave me the fuck alone. Here, I'll, I'll pre-order fucking Barbie's Playland. I don't give a fuck. And then I just go cancel it. Um, <laughs> but I, pre- I pre-ordered Reaper of Souls. Paid in full because I traded in my Wii. Because <laughs> I was like, this thing's whack. I don't, I don't want this thing. Um, so you couldn't we- homebrew? Th- weren't you going to homebrew that shit? Dude, I was doing that. But it was just a pain in the ass. And I'm sitting there, and my wife's like... Well, I thought you were going to get it to play GameCube games and all this, you know, backups. Right. Backups of GameCube games and stuff. And I go, yeah, but then I realized that I could just do the fucking shit on my computer. <laughs> like, why Why do I... My computer's a million times... To- you know, what's funny is I did get a media center installed on it. So you could you could pull the files from the server like video files from the server and play them, which was so cool. I was like, oh, that's fucking dope. Now it makes sense, you know. Right. But um, the processor in the Wii is not powerful enough to play HD video. Oh, jeez. And I'm sorry, my video collection is not very extensive on standard definition. So I'm like, god damn it. I can play one video. Even the videos that were recorded on my phone couldn't play because they're all in 1080p because I keeps it fucking. <laughs> oh man but anyway so i pre-ordered reefer souls um i got i got back into into diablo 3 and a lot of people are like, oh they changing it up you know blah 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 but see i like it because it's quicker in the way like i can jump on for 20 minutes and and get something done because i don't have fucking time mm. you know to be be on a game for five hours you know <laughs> fucking i got other shit to do um, but that rolls right into the Wii failing brought me to uh, buying a Roku. So I bought a Roku, the, um, the cheapest one, the $50 one. Right. Because I, I was putting it to like an old TV, like a, a 23 inch. It's one of those tube TVs, but the screen, like the glass is flat. Uh-huh. And back in the day, you were the shit when you had that TV. Right, right. Um, but yeah, I got it for my wife cause, um, we didn't have... We don't really have. I mean, we have Directv, but mm-hmm. only because it's it's like the bare minimum. We're just waiting for the thing to burn. It's not even hooked up. <laughs> it's oh, in wow. the closet. Yeah. So it's just for Netflix and Hulu, and I was looking on the the channel thing. I was like, oh, what? You know, I downloaded the IGN channel, the GameStop channel, you know, a, a bunch of other stuff. Um, so I was like, I was just watching video game trailers and and reviews and and just thoroughly enjoying my life. So, they even have the Linux Action Show on that. I was watching that, too. <laughs> you know, the one thing Roku doesn't have is YouTube, which I thought was weird. That is a little weird. They have Daily daily Motion or whatever, which is pretty much the same thing. Yeah. You kind of think uh, they would have they had the other I one. I guess yeah. they have YouTube. And it has a check. But now you can't. So there's something, something they don't like about YouTube right. that 
So. <laughs> uh, well, um, really in this, uh, really quickly in this uh, take my money section of the podcast, uh, we actually have, um, or it actually is one of those things that's just like a good deal. <laughs> mm. um, old, all, any of you that are like fans of like the old. 80s TV shows, Knight Rider with the Hoff before he actually became the Hoff. Uh, yeah. I picked up season one this week at uh, Best Buy for 10 bucks. It's like 22 to like 24 episodes of season one for 10 bucks. Uh, actually holds up really well. Like the I watched the pilot and um, the theme song though is still fucking tight. Like that shit. It's never not going to be tight. Yeah, like, it's just. I don't know. It was just like you know, hearing that. I mean, it, it is a, okay. It is a transam. It's a souped-up transam. But what really holds it together is is David Hasselhoff. He really kind of pulls you in because he's kind of like, you know, fuck. I've got this cool car. This is a cool car. But this fucker just talks to me and does all this weird shit. But it's actually a cool little thing. And you know, for ten bucks, that's that's a fucking deal. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. What you got? How many seasons were on that show? I think like five. Mm. So, so half of the show that I'm about to talk about, <laughs> motherfucker. So the old '80s Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon. I I was like, you know, I wouldn't mind buying like the complete set. So I was looking around. They don't sell it anymore, but you could got the complete box set, and it looks it's in a cheapy looking case that looks like their van. Right. And um, it was like on eBay for eight hundred bucks. I'm like these motherfuckers must be tripping. I know. Um, but you then must I be tripping. <laughs> you must be tripping. <laughs> I, was, I went on Amazon and BestBuy.com. Both have um, each season is five dollars. That's not a sale price. That's just what it is. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming no extras, just the shows. But each season is like twenty something shows. Dude. So it's ten seasons, fifty bucks. Damn. So if you're if you're an eighties. Or even a 90s kid. I mean, that show went on for a while. Yeah. Um, I'm getting it. I know I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. <laughs> because uh, that show is amazing. Like, I was watching clips of it, and it's still, like, you start noticing that a lot. Some of the jokes were a little highbrow, like, especially the stuff coming out of Raphael, like, all the fucking smart-ass shit. Oh, right. It, it was pretty dope, dude. Like, that show was amazing. But <laughs> I, I was fully part of Turtle Mania when I was a kid. Oh so. yeah, I it's, it's it is funny when you, especially when you get into the cartoons and stuff like that. When you go back to it, you know, and you're reading and you're like going, um, "That's uh, wow, interesting," you know, it's yeah, like the, the, the kind of stuff I did. I, I didn't pick up as a kid, but suddenly... that show still holds up though. It's it's such a good cartoon. Yeah, um, the, I did see at Walmart too. Um, the new mutation. If you want to get the whole first season of that, hmm. um, don't. <laughs> don't? No, that was the live-action television show. came oh, out in 1998. Yeah. One season. It was like 22 episodes. It was horrible. This this is how... This is this will sum it up. They added a female turtle. That's all I have to say. Why That's would, all I have to say. Why do they do that? Why, why do they feel the need to do that? And she had like a... She had like an... A really bad, like Asian accent, mm. like where it was only like a hint of it, 
Uh-huh. And it wasn't even right. You know, just it's horrible. Uh, you can pick that up at Walmart for like five bucks if you want. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you enjoy want. your time, enjoy your time. You right, know, right. Um, you want a quick laugh, but I guess we can roll roll right into the news, motherfucker. When you start right. talking about that shit. All right, all right, all right. Uh, well, off into uh, movie news. Say what you want about Hugh Jackman and his Wolverine character. The man has been playing him for so long; it would be hard to see anyone else playing him. Although we we will have to resign ourselves to the fact that someday that will happen. And I pity that person that will take on the role after him. It will probably be, be as venomous as the person that takes on Tony Stark after RDJ leaves. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully we will get to see two more movies with the man before that happens. We know that um, Jackman is starring in the upcoming X-Men Days of Future Past, and there will be another Wolverine movie, but we'll have to wait for that. Over the weekend, it was reported that director James Mangle will be returning to the director's chair for the sequel, but it won't be until after X-Men Apocalypse. So we now know Brian Singer is slated to have that film out in May of 2016. So it is all possible that we could see The Wolverine 2 come sometime in 2017, but more likely 2018. Now, Jackman himself has said he's been finding it difficult to come back to this character after the Wolverine was released, but he said that working on Days of Futures Past reinvigorated him for to the role and the franchise, so we may just have one more movie left. Hmm. I don't know. It is true, though, because, like, that character and then also, like, Iron Man, it's going to be weird. Yeah, because, like, you know, he was the first mo- the first guy with the first movie... So, you know, it's it's going to really be, uh, uh, yeah, it's going to be weird. Like, the first guy, you're like, nah, fucking nah, 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 that's not Wolverine. Because now you're not basing it off of Wolverine character, you're basing it off of Hugh Jackman as a Wolverine. Yeah, because Wolverine might be able to look like he's in his 20s when he's, like, 100. Right. But Hugh, but Hugh Jackman can't. So. Yeah, but Hugh Jackman, he's, like, he still looks pretty fucking young for as old as he is. Yeah, he does. Yeah. How old is he anyway? I don't know. He's like supposed to be like maybe late forties. No shit. Yeah, and he looks like that. He actually looks better now. He looks better now than he did when he first came out. Well, maybe he is Wolverine, dude. (laughs) I know, right? What the fuck? (laughs) All right. So, the long rumored Ghostbusters three is a thing now. (laughs) <laughs> and the production for the film will begin in 2015. The project did have the original director, Ivan Reitman, uh, attached, but things have changed and the project is looking for someone new to direct. Reitman has said that he was never quite sure of his involvement in the project, and with the recent death of Harold Ramis, he has decided to step down as director. Ramis worked with Reitman on both Ghostbusters film, Ghostbuster films, playing the role of Egon Spengler, and was also a personal friend. Uh, Reitman said that he will work with Sony's Amy Pascal to find an appropriate replacement for the project. Quote, There has been all kinds of stuff unofficially written about Ghostbusters, Reitman told Deadline. I've been reading things online for about four years, speculation on who's writing, what they're writing, who's in it, who we will use, and who's directing. And who's fucking who. Right? (laughs) TMZ, motherfucker. Um... We decide not. We decide not to comment up till now. I wasn't sure that what 
I was going to do, and it was never clear what Bill Murray was going to do. It's never clear what Bill Murray's going to do in anything. And I don't even think Bill Murray, it's clear to Bill Murray what he's going to do. <laughs> Bill Murray is the definition of not being, not worrying about a motherfucking thing. Like he, he's in his house chilling. Like he doesn't care. Um, go ahead. You were going to say something? Oh, I was just going to say, he's the living embodiment of Memento. <laughs> yeah, straight up. He's still spending that Bill Murray money. Yeah. Like he don't. You don't care. A lot of th- so continuing the quote. A lot of things happened in the last few months. The most significant of which was the passing of Harold, uh, who was a very good friend, who was extraordinarily influential in my career. He also um, co-wrote. Uh, um, Harold Ramis also co-wrote the Ghostbuster films, which is something that I forgot to uh, add into the article. Um, the script ha- the script has gone the script has gone through a few changes since it was originally drafted and now has Reitman screenwriter Eaton Eaton Coheen and original co-writer Dan Aykroyd finishing up a new version that the studio is very excited about. More quote. I love quotes. It makes you it makes your article look really big and you didn't really do much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it does keep it real. You know what I mean. Um, it's a version of Ghostbusters that has the original originals in a very minor role, said Reitman. When I came back from Harold's funeral, it was really moving, and it made me think about a lot of things. I just finished directing Draft Day, which I'm really happy with and proud of. Working on a film that is smaller and more dramatic was so much fun and satisfying. I just finally met with Amy and Doug Belgrad. When I got back, I said I'd been thinking about it for weeks that I'd rather just produce this Ghostbusters. I told them I thought I could help, but let's find a really good director and make it with him. As for exactly when in 2015 the shooting will start, it's up in the air right now. Um, And we'll end with a small quote. (laughs) I'm hoping we can get started by the fall set in New York, but giving the logistics and stuff that happens at the beginning of 2015, uh, more likely. So... We'll see. I kind of like that Reitman's like involved in it. He doesn't have to be the director, you know, yeah. but he's at least involved. Yeah, it's nice to have to have it somewhere. And and I guess you know I can I can see why, you know, working with most all of them or most you know most of the original cast would be cool. But when you have somebody who you kind of trust so much, and you're just kind of like, well, I don't. You don't have the heart in it anymore, and you're still yeah. kind of reeling from that. And so, well, the the problem is is that. These studios, they don't understand what they have. So, so like, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, for instance, they're making the new live-action movie. Right. We'll see how it works. I'm not going to say anything because I haven't seen it. I've seen the damn toys, and I know they look horrible, but I haven't seen the movie. Right. Um, that's a golden opportunity. Turtle Mania, which is not something I made up, but the popularity of the Turtles is still isn't even rivaled by, uh, by market. Like, the toys, the fucking shows... The clothes, everything. It went bananas when that cartoon was out. Yeah. Like, and they could have that again if they do it properly, revitalize the fucking thing. But they could do that with Ghostbusters too, because Ghostbusters is a big deal too. You know, but if they fuck it up, all they're going to do is further bury it. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. Hmm. Don't try to cash in. Think about that long term. Exactly. Make an investment. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's Adam Ruddy, financial advisor. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> hey, can I get can I get five dollars though? Yeah. I'm trying to get much more. 
<laughs> yeah, because see, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't adjust my cash properly. So uh, you got five see bucks. The, <laughs> see the way the way my my bank account set up. Is... <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh my god! Financial advisor Kevin Hart. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, moving on into gaming news. Uh, the biggest problem when dealing with global markets is that when someone's dollar value goes down, many items you wish to purchase go up. Uh, the concept behind it is um, is that we all technically will pay the same price across same price across the board for the same items. So let's say that the Canadian dollar drops in value and it's worth ninety cents in the United States currency for every Canadian dollar. Uh, now let's say you're in Canada and you want to get yourself a PlayStation Four. Since your dollar value is lower, that means you would have to pay more for that item. Oh, that seems to be the case in our neighbors to the north. Over uh, the weekend, price for the PlayStation 4 went up from 400 Canadian to 450 Canadian. And at the same time, prices of the DualShock 4 controller and the PlayStation camera both increased by 5 to 65 Canadian dollars, according to CVG. In a statement to the Toronto Sun, Sony said that the uh, uh, RRP hikes were in response to, quote, changes in the market environment. Now, it would seem that the higher prices for many of the games have risen too. New games that are now sold $5, uh, 5 Canadian dollars higher than before reaching 65 Canadian dollars. Uh, in fact, Sony said that two of their upcoming exclusives, Infamous Second Son and MLB 14, the show, will reach 70 Canadian dollars. This is that is insane. However, I won't expect prices for the consoles to rise um, in the states to rise, especially since we they have to wage war against the Xbox One, which actually ha- is a formidable op- opponent in the United States <laughs> and uh, nowhere else. And nowhere else, yeah. Since sales for both consoles are close, Sony wouldn't do anything to jeopardize that. Uh, if you want prices to go down, I think everybody needs to stop looking at the Xbox. Um, start looking at those Xbox One consoles. That will teach them. See Sony, Sony. I feel bad for Sony sometimes because it's like we only have to deal with the Xbox One in one country, right. but it's like the one of the biggest gaming markets on the planet. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's like, fuck, man. <laughs> Why couldn't this be big in Uganda or something like that? And then we wouldn't have to deal with it too much. Oh yeah. I don't know why I randomly said Uganda. But I was just thinking of a small country. Um, and Uganda is normally what comes to mind. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they might like the Xbox. Brand knows that. Um, speaking of the Xbox. <laughs> yes. If there is one constant in the universe, it's humanity's need to accumulate points in some way or another. Ooh, you I, know it's going to be good when Adam uses yeah, that in the beginning. Get real thick. Get real <laughs> thick with it. Microsoft, Microsoft's implementation of the gamer score is just another example of that. People argue over it, strive for it, and stay up for hours on end achieving it. One such player has set the bar really high. Ray Cox the fourth. Good lord. Um, or, yeah, fourth. That's the right? thing is you have that means you've had three people that went with the name of Ray Cox. <laughs> <laughs> like they didn't figure that that maybe maybe not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Reached the coveted 1 million gamer score with over 8,000 people watching over Twitch. During the seven hour live stream 
uh, Cox hit a million exactly after a 50-point um, Titanfall achievement. Cox holds the Guinness... <laughs> <laughs> I know it's I know it's so immature, but it's hard. World. It's hard. It's hard. <laughs> uh, Cox holds the Guinness World Record for highest Xbox Live gamer score, of course, and has no plans on slowing down. Saying, "Quote: I'm not stopping. I'm not going. I'm staying number one forever." First of all, I'm not stopping. I'm not going. What are you doing? Then? <laughs> yeah, if you're not stopping, you're not going. You're standing still. <laughs> yeah. Um. Look. <laughs> I. More power to the guy. I think that's great. There's got to be someone who has the biggest gamer score. It's, that's fine. But I'm thinking to myself, I have a gamer score. I think. Now, granted, I'm a PC gamer predominantly, but my gamer score is like 3,000, I think. Like, this is something pathetic, you know? Because <laughs> I never really cared about gamer scores anyway. But it was just like, how much free time do you, do you have a job? Like... <laughs> I, I don't get it. Like, how how can you have? And I guarantee he's younger than me. I guarantee it. Is like, how do you have that much free time? Even when I was in school and I wasn't working, I didn't have that much free time. I had fucking chores. I had homework. I had lives. Yeah, like <laughs> shit going on. You know what I mean? Like, it's. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to fucking say the guy's a douche. I'm not saying yeah, he's an are. ass. Whatever. Yeah, you are. Obviously, he's a bigger, he's a little bit more into gaming than me. Um, but it's just, I don't know. This is a guy who's like, you know what? Fuck a job. Fuck life. Fuck girls. Fuck gravity. I don't give a fuck. I'm getting a score. It's all I care about. He's probably one of those dudes, and, and we all have known one of these dudes, ever since the gamer score first came out. One of those dudes like, you know what? If you buy, If you play this particular game, it's really easy to get the thousand score. Like, there, there was one, um, and actually speaking of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles video game based on the newest animated movie. I'm sensing a trend here. <laughs> I know, a lot of turtles today. <laughs> yeah. Um, we should name the podcast Turtle Power, since we're talking about turtles so much. I know, right? Um, but the, right after your fuck gravity plant. <laughs> no, but uh, that game w- was known for having, being ridiculously easy to get all thousand points. Because every... I don't know if it's still this way, but when that game comes, it's just a thousand points for each game. Like that was required. So you literally just got like I think two hundred points every time you beat a level. <laughs> and then there was like the hardest one was you had to beat the first level without being hit once. Mm-hmm. That was it. Most the a thousand points of mine is that because I thought the game was kind of fun. But <laughs> it's um there's those people that they'll they'll have charts and shit. These particular games, it's extremely easy to get. Like, they're not even enjoying gaming anymore. They're just <laughs> they're just playing to get points that mean nothing. Turtle power, bitch. <laughs> well, Turtle what, power. What's funny is that, yeah, you know, you have some people that's like, you know, it's not enough to beat other people. It's not enough to, to dominate. I need to, I need to have, a, the, I need to be the number one gamer score. And, and like, and like I started saying... I'm talking about those, but this might not be that cat. He might just play a lot of fucking video games, to be honest. Like, <laughs> who knows, you know, but... And, and, no, and, you no, know, we it, do it take it seems, from us. <laughs> it almost know. seems like a publicity stunt, though, because of course the game he gets it with is Titanfall. Titanfall, yeah. Of course it is, you know, because Titanfall is that big thing right now. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, exclusive to Xbox. Well, it's on PC, too, but it's exclusive to Xbox. 
You know, so it's like Titanfall, Titanfall, Titanfall. It's all everybody's been fucking yelling at me. Yeah. Finally, Xbox One gets a good game. Yeah. Everybody's pissing and moaning about it. So it's like, I don't know. It would have been funny if it's like, yeah, I got it on uh, fucking some weird off the wall, like, like Wreck It Ralph. Stupid <laughs> shit. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I got it on Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> Dude, for real, like that'd be crazy. I got, I got it on a or some like indie game or stupid shit on Minecraft. I would have purposely made it something dumb. Like if I was fifty points away, I would find the dumbest fucking game that I could possibly find. I got and- it on that Michael Jackson the Experience game. <laughs> I moonwalk, bitch, to that one million gamer score. I'm sorry, but that would be the most... I would slow clap. How'd you get that gamer score? I fucking moonwalked to victory, bitch. I'd be like, what? (laughs) Oh, my God. Anyway. All right. Well, we're moonwalking into comic news. <laughs> uh, uh, I've been touching my I've been touching myself the entire podcast. <laughs> Might as well just go. Yeah. <laughs> uh there's been a burning question in the minds of Spider Man fans for nearly two years now. The question is, when is Spider Man two coming? Well, we've heard of rumors and speculations that it w- we would see the sequel to that 2012 miniseries during the 50th anniversary last year, but that wasn't the case. On Tuesday, though, writer Brian Michael Bendis finally answered those questions. Answering a tweet from the Holy Geekdom, uh, Bendis confirmed that the sequel has officially been greenlit by Marvel. Now, don't that don't expect that uh, we will see it in the next few months. Usually with comics... Um, when a project is commissioned, it'll be some time the the commission w- uh, between the commission and the final product. We can probably expect the sequel to come out sometime next year, and it's purely speculation on my part. But given Bendis' schedule, it sounds a bit more likely, though. Uh, if you uh, if you've been a longtime reader or listener of our podcast, you probably heard that I was strongly against the original idea. However, after reading the series, I found it to be strong and really paired up the individual's. Um, individual ideals about their effects in their respective universes. Most importantly, I'm really curious to see what happened to Miles Morales in the 616 universe. Mm. Because at the end of uh, Spider-Man, uh, Peter got back to the 616, and then he decided to check, because he found out he was dead in the other universe. And this time he checked Miles Morales, and at the end he went, what? And then that's when oh, yeah, it ended. Uh-huh. Yeah, so... He's like a villain or something. Yeah. Like <laughs> He's fucking Venom. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> That'd be kind of cool, though, you know? <laughs> now I I just bonded with you. Now I have to fight you. <laughs> Wait. He's Batman? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh, oh, shit. I'm in the wrong universe. <laughs> <laughs> Swear to me. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I was funny. I was actually watching uh, The Dark Knight Rises uh, the other day. And I was watching it, and it was towards the end when they had the big battle, you know, in Gotham. And uh, he's over there, you know, beating up Betty. And it's just the way he's yelling at her, Tell me, where's the other controller? 
you wouldn't give it to a person. Ooh. And I'm like going, oh, my God, dude, calm the fuck down. <laughs> right? I've been saying that since day fucking one. <laughs> Everybody was so hyped. Look, those movies are amazing. They right. really are cinematic masterpieces. But <laughs> he overdid that voice. Like, most times it's okay. Right. You know, but there's certain parts where you're like, hey, dude, like, you need to settle down. Like and I- it was two ways. It was when he did that shit, like, swear to God, like, hardcore. Or when it was, or it was like, witches. Like, what? <laughs> like, calm down, dude. <laughs> like, when he's fighting it, he's just like, kind of, where he's just going into, you wouldn't give it to someone else. Where is it? Where is the controller? And I was like, whoa. And he, and he wondered, and he wondered why the... <laughs> I wonder why the villains are always smiling and laughing. Like, this motherfucker's crazy. <laughs> like, when he was going off on the Joker in the second one, in the thing, Joker's laughing the whole time. It literally looks like that. Like, he's just laughing at what he's saying. Like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> I'm, I'm having trouble catching what you're trying to say, you know? <laughs> but you sound kind of like a bitch. So, <laughs> Dude, I like no. that, I like that uh, Joker meme you posted the other day. You know, where it's like, a kid plays GTA Five and no one cares, but... An adult plays Pokemon and they just lose their minds. You know, real talk though, because I was at fucking work, and you know I got that Pokemon Emerald on my phone, right? And I was fucking, I was getting, I was like, yeah, motherfucker, bam, <laughs> you know, just kicking some ass, and um, fucking, this dude's like, what are you doing? And he's younger than me, and I'm like, oh, I'm playing uh, Pokemon Emerald, and he's like, you're playing Pokemon, and I'm like, yeah, and he's like, okay, and I'm like. Really? <laughs> what, what, what grade are you in? Are your homework to do tonight? Like, give me a fucking break. That's where you go. Uh, dude, just shut up and tell me what, who's your favorite Power Ranger. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> that's when, but that's when someone does that. It's no matter how old you are. You, you instantly start almost defending yourself. Like, <laughs> like giving them reasons why you're not a loser. Like, listen, I got six kids. I'm married. I got, I, I've seen more trim than you could even fucking dream of. I'm playing Pokemon. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you just go, hey, man, you know what? Um, I have six kids. I have the right to do this shit. And I fucked your mom last night. Yeah. <laughs> she was delightful. <laughs> Mommy. <laughs> it's like, I'm not your, I'm not your father, but she calls me daddy. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> Let me see. Uh, all right. So moving on. Motherfucker. Once everyone found out that Quicksilver and his sister, Scarlet Witch, we're going to be in the upcoming Avengers 2 Age of Ultron. The biggest question on the minds of the masses was how, how they would look. While Marvel hasn't really disappointed with other characters when it comes to costumes, it's always suspenseful when you don't know what they will do with the characters' outfits. Scarlet Witch is going to be naked. Oh, yeah. She pretty much was in the <laughs> comic. Um, first, the cape doesn't count. Right. You know? yeah. And that like weird ass like headband she had Helmet, this don't count either <laughs> um first scarlet witch and as expected she isn't going to be showing off quite as much skin the yeah. outfit isn't <laughs> the outfit isn't really a costume um but more of a modern take on a witch honestly like if you look at it she looks like what you would think this is going to sound really bad because i don't mind the costume choice but it's what you would think twilight would think a witch was mm. you know um Oh shit! I lost my place. I said Twilight, and I lost IQ points. Now I have no. <laughs> I can't read anymore. <laughs> P- 
personally, I think it works. Personally, I think it works because there are certain costumes that work fine in the comics, but would look utterly ridiculous in a live-action setting. I'm looking at you, Hawkeye. <laughs> he looks real cool in the movie, don't he? Yeah. yeah. We'll read a read a comic book and see how cool he looks. Although um, it's funny now they changed it and now it mirrors more of the movie. Of course, of course. <laughs> read a comic book from the '90s. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. Hawkeye in it, and and you have fun with that. Yeah. Um, Plenty of purple. <laughs> you you confused him with Prince half the time. <laughs> with that big ass H on his head. Like, oh god. Her brother, on the other hand, is a bit more traditional, minus the lightning bolt. Um he used to have like a it looked like a lightning bolt that went across his um oh, yeah, his chest. Right, almost yeah. like um almost like Worf's fucking thing that went across his chest. <laughs> it's like Harry um, Potter but a little lower. <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> on his dick. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sure his outfit will be explained in a technical way, like reduced friction and the like. Um, it's still a simple take on Quicksilver's costume. Um, and also, Quicksilver used to have white hair. He does not have white hair. In, uh, actually, he, his, if you go to LazyGeeks.com, I put pictures. I put the new pictures, and I put um, I found two pictures of what they used to look like in the book, so you can compare. Um, but he used to have white hair, white gloves, light blue spandex basically yeah. um and white oh the white lightning bolt thing and then uh white boots and white hair so now he doesn't have any there's no white at all basically it's all blue and he has like brown hair just looks like a dude in a right. blue jumpsuit basically yeah because well it would draw less attention that way especially yeah. if they're you know if like everybody's he looks like of... he's in he looks like he's in a wetsuit yeah um and i guess i could tell this too scarlet witch is in it looks like a white like a white dress but it looks kind of tattered and she's wearing black gloves a red leather jacket but everything looks kind of like she lives on the streets like that kind of look but she looks really pretty she's you know the streets she's wearing like black leggings that have holes in them um and just for fun i put a photo of, of the same movie age of ultron of uh, Hulk fighting um, Iron Man in the Hulkbuster outfit, uh, the oh, Hulkbuster yeah. armor. That's just fucking sick, dude. When I um, saw that, and because um, they had it, they they showed that on ABC Building a Universe, and when they showed the conceptual art and the Hulkbuster, I was like, "What the fuck?" Because they even put I put on the article. Check out the photos below, as well as some old image, old school images for comparison. I even threw in the concept art of Iron Man in Hulkbuster armor and the Hulk fighting because I care. <laughs> You're welcome. And you do. Yeah. It was funny because I was looking up pictures. I put Quicksilver in. Quicksilver comic. Plenty of photos. Whatever. Just him running and shit. Right. I put in uh, Scarlet Witch comic and I had to sort through those because there was some that were not very tasteful. <laughs> <laughs> some fan art shit, you know. Um, there's a fantasy art there. <laughs> she's, she, I mean, she's dressed like a whore. Yeah. In the comic. I mean, even... Like, it, the outfit does not look like it's going to hold up. It looks just going to fall off. The outfit doesn't match the drapes. Let's just say, put it that oh, way. <laughs> oh, But yeah, that's really, that's it. Oh, wow. All right. Uh, moving on to the tech news. So, Apple cultists have always prided themselves on being treated better th than customers from other manufacturers. Yet, they always seem to forget that they are at the mercy of their wireless providers. Yet Apple will do things that their customers um, for thi um, for their customers will do things for their customers until it no longer benefits them. Some of you may remember the whole iPhone 4 um, 
antenna gate debacle when Apple touted their whole, well, you have a 30-day return policy. So, um, But it seems that those days are over, effective immediately, and made quietly on their online store. Customers now have 14 days to return their iPhones. Uh, that The one thing that remains the same is the no restocking fee. Uh, back when the device launched some seven years ago, Apple felt that the customers needed a longer time to see if they truly wanted to keep their iPhone. I guess after the last seven years, people know what they're getting into and they don't need more than two weeks to return it. Uh, their return policy falls more in line with traditional companies, but it's funny how it was missed by many major sites. Uh, all the cities um, are talking about, all the sites are talking about are, is the new iOS 7.1 update. But skip the fact that Apple is turning more corporate, and their moves as of late seems to be the strength um, st- strengthening that view. <laughs> so, I hey. mean, it, it's funny because, like, you know, you always have the Apple people who are like, "Well, Apple does this and Apple does that." And to be honest, you don't need thirty days. I mean, so everybody's coming from basically everybody's using <clears throat> a smartphone. You don't need thirty days to see if you're going to like an iPhone. The thing is, though, is what it does show is a lack, of, it, it, and it might not be this, but it it kind of looks like a lack of confidence in your own product. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, most people don't return things because they forget, not because not because they they found out they didn't want it 30 days later. Right. They just forgot, you know, but yeah. it's, uh, it's like at my, where I work, they'll come in. 31 is our return policy is 15 days. So they'll come in like 16 days. Well, it's only a day. And I'm like, well, tomorrow it's only going to be two days. (laughs) What's the difference? You're late. Then I love when they say, well, I didn't know that. It's not written down, really? It's on your receipt. It's on the wall behind me. (laughs) It's on the (laughs) website right here. Exactly. Yeah, but whatever. It's on my dick if you want to take a look at that. (laughs) I got a tattoo. It's actually a birthmark. I got so, um, it's a little weird how that popped up. You know what are you gonna do? <laughs> so this actually, this next one could. This is from Engadget, uh, by the way. I love Engadget. If if you guys don't know about the site, I definitely recommend it. Um, and, but go to ours first. I mean, go to, <laughs> and, and then you can click the link to send you over there. <laughs> yeah. Um. So AT and T. You already know they're gonna be assholes because it's AT and T. Right. Um. So let's get into this. AT&T's swinging back at Netflix CEO Reed Hastings' uh, recent assertion that ISPs, Internet Service Providers, should shoulder the cost of increased bandwidth demands. In a post on AT&T's public policy blog, senior EVP Jim Kikani, yeah, yeah, Kikani, um, denounced Hastings' desire for a cost-free delivery agreement with ISPs saying that it unfairly shifts the burden of, of infrastructure costs to AT&T and its subscribers rather than to Netflix's own customer base. As Kakani views it, that subscriber base is the very one responsible for the increased traffic demands and resulting need to build out additional facilities and should therefore bear the brunt of a fee hike. In an attempt to highlight what, we, what he sees as Hastings' arrogant proposition, Kakani goes on to point out that this self-righteous, self-righteous streaming model is akin to Netflix demanding a customer's neighbor pays the cost of its DVD mail delivery service. What? 
the comparison isn't quite apples to apples, <laughs> but his point is fairly straightforward. If you're using Netflix, it's up to you to pay for high-quality streams. Oh, I see what he's saying. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. In other words, it's not AT&T's problem. Right. And also, AT&T just doesn't want to pay for Netflix's good business fortune, but that might that much should already be crystal clear. So basically, <laughs> he's saying that, that, that article, that article, it just seems like he was trying to really sound smart when he was writing it. Right. But um, <laughs> the, the, the basics of it is, is that people use Netflix now. So the bandwidth demand is high and AT&T feels that we or not. We I don't have fucking AT&T, but AT&T consumers should pay more if they want better. What he, what he wants is he wants the Comcast deal. Because, as you know, most people, you know, Comcast and Verizon were throttling Netflix users. Because now they feel because, oh, well, next Netflix is getting us paid service through them while, while they're not getting paid for that, basically. It's all coming down to money. And what, hap <laughs> and what happens is, is Netflix is uh, AT&T is basically blaming them because of their bandwidth usage. Well, at the same time, if you're going to say that about Netflix, what about YouTube or Facebook by people that go on Facebook and play or people that go on to like Steam and play online games? That sucks up a lot of bandwidth. Or Hulu. Hulu's or Hulu. really big now yeah. too. Hulu, even Amazon. You know, they got their VOD, you know. It's like, come on, you can't. This is the problem. This is an old fucking this is an old song and dance with AT&T. Things are moving a different direction. And they don't like it. And they don't want to change. Mm -hmm. Like, they want it to be the way it always was. They want it to be where people were just looking up funny pictures of cats right. on dial-up. You know, like, <laughs> they, they don't... Everyone's moving to a streaming service. It's been doing this for fucking years. AT&T could have cut their costs if they would have actually started changing. when, they, Like, they were like, oh, look, the market's going a certain way. We should probably adjust. Yeah. But the thing is, is that AT&T nickels and dimes you for everything. Exactly. Yeah. They want to charge for every you, – if you – I wouldn't be surprised if they wanted to charge you. Like if you're on the computer and you get up to take a piss, so you should you – should, they'll charge you 50 cents because you weren't at your computer actively using it. But yeah, you I just, I just got charged I – I don't even have AT&T and I just got charged for scratching my nuts. That's, mm -hmm. that's how much they want money. But the thing yeah. with, with uh, AT&T is this is the same company. Keep in mind, and if you guys have listened to this podcast for a while, you'll know because we talked about this. This is where AT&T actually regretted giving out unlimited data when the iPhone first came out. Because they yeah. thought, oh, it's a great idea. People will come and get the iPhone and get it from us. Yeah, well, when you offer unlimited, that means people are going to use it that way. <laughs> it's like, don't, you know, it's like. This is my situation with that, though. It's like, I've always felt on mobile devices, over cell phone networks, fine. Unlimited, maybe not. I get it. I'm, I understand it more from that. Because for one, Nobody needs unlimited on their cell phone. Yeah. Period. They, you, at most, and I use my phone like a motherfucker. I'm talking Netflix stream. I'll I wouldn't even get up to like two gigs, maybe two and a half gigs on a bad month. That was about it. You give someone unlimited on their phone, all they're doing is hooking it up to their damn computer and using it instead of paying for yeah fucking home service. But um, I think home service should not be throttled. It pisses me off that you'll have like. I pay, what do I pay? I, mean, I pay around 50 bucks, but mine has a phone, too, with CenturyLink. There's no fucking limit. They don't bother me. 
you know, whatever. My internet just works. So, but then you have people that pay more than me, and they have to deal with, like, you only get 10 gigs a month or something like that. What the fuck? 10 gigs a month for a cell phone would be astronomically great. 10 gigs a month at home? Like, how many people are using that internet? Yeah. You you will not be able to use Netflix as your main source of entertainment. Yeah. You know, it's 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 ridiculous. Well it's like like I get I have Time Warner and you know, Time Warner No, you have Comcast, my friend. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Time Warner waiting to become officially Comcast. Um and uh like I have their their basic, you know not basic, but their like uh I guess their higher end but with their little power booster, which gives you a little bit. My basically my my download speed is at what was it, five megs, is my download speed. So it's not bad, you know, it's good. But that's all you, that's all you have is five. Yeah. And uh, oh, but I have, I have twelve anyway. Uh, but if you go for if you want to get any of their higher service, like their faster speed, you have to sign up for their router. You have to sign up for their extra bullshit. Which is not necessary. Yeah, which is like, why should I have to pay? Why should I get a faster speed to go through your shit? It's like, that that makes no sense to me. And uh, so, yeah, so it's it's, 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 it's kind of annoying. It's, it's annoying because they, they have you, and then this is what they want to do because, oh, wait, you know, we're getting – because if you look at it like Amazon, all these services that we go, whether we're reading them, buying them, playing them, it's all piggybacking on internet. So now AT&T is basically saying, we want to start charging you for doing that shit. It's like, you already do. It's your fucking AOL. <laughs> yeah. Welcome. Yeah. You're charging Welcome us for Welcome to your access. bill. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, you know, it's like, ugh. We actually don't have a... AT&T's internet service, I think it's called Uverse. Yeah. Something like that. We don't have it in Arizona. It's in 22 states. Actually, when I read this article, I looked it up. Like, I wonder if they have it, like, how much it is compared to CenturyLink. It's not even in my state. Yeah, I can't even, in my, I can, um, up, I think a couple of years ago when I was looking, it wasn't in my area yet. In L.A. It wasn't in yeah. my area. Oh, well, area. L.A. is such a small yeah. market. You know, yeah, why? Why bother with it, you know? Exactly. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh all right. Well, as we do each and every week, we find a company, person, or entity that does something that simply reeks of douchebaggery, and they become the Lazy Geeks Douchebag of the Week. Uh, it's actually funny because in the interview, um, I, the, uh, the, the guy was asking me, <laughs> he goes, um, what's a douchebag? He goes, you, you, you have like douchebags, and he goes, you're douchebags of the week. What, what is a douchebag? And then I just looked and I go, you know what? I go, the best way I can describe it is – the Supreme Court ruling on pornography. I don't know what it is, but I know it when I see it. Yeah. That's kind of how a douchebag is. I can't give you a definition, but I can, I'll tell you when I see it. <laughs> you know it's a douchebag when you see it. Oh, that's a, that's a douchebag. <laughs> yeah, that's a douchebag. Uh, this actually comes from uh, the local ABC affiliate out here in Los Angeles, only in L.A. Um, I, I gave this to Adam. I'm like, hey, what do you think of this? And he's like, oh, sold. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Los Angeles. Police have arrested a 20-year-old Los Angeles man who was allegedly threatening to shoot a random pedestrian if his Twitter post was retweeted a 100 times. Now, let me read that again. 
he was allegedly threatened to shoot a random pedestrian if his Twitter post was retweeted a hundred times. The Los Angeles Times reported Dakari Dijon McEnuff. Wow. That's just, that's a name. He's not getting, he's not getting retweets just for having a lame-ass name. Yeah, I know, right? He was booked on suspicion of making criminal threats. The investigation began Wednesday uh, morning when police officers were notified about a photo on Twitter. It showed a rifle pointed at the Los Angeles at a Los Angeles street with the caption, "100 retweets or I'll shoot someone walking." Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Investigators say how many retweet? How many retweets did he get? Though? That's <laughs> I know what that I does know. sound kind of curious. It's like, well, how many did he get? You know, uh, investigators say they were able to link uh, Makanov's account uh, to the Twitter account and track it to his home in the downtown area where he was arrested Wednesday. Police later determined the weapon was an air rifle, which was discovered um, recovered from his home. His account has since been taken down. <laughs> <laughs> What a fucking idiot. How do you, uh, do you, I mean, really at this day and age where you have people shooting people for no good reason, no good reason whatsoever, and you still make a stupid, asinine comment like that, like there's not going to be someone out there in the Twitter sphere that's going to be like, oh shit, or they know that dude and think, oh shit, I'm going to call the cops. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> it's um. Cause this dude be fucked up, <laughs> dude. If I would have known that dude, I would have went to his house and just punched him in the face. <laughs> like he was like a homie or something like that. You know what I mean? Like doing this shit. I'd be like, really? Is 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 it that important for here, retweets? Here, Why I'm do gonna, people even give a fuck about retweets? I have no idea. I'm gonna take a picture of me slapping you in the head with my dick, and that's gonna get a hundred retweets, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> 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 See if you. Smart people would have capitalized on that because the douchebag who said that you could easily say something funny to him and you would get a hundred retweets. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but the douchebag that's doing it, not so much. I'm really, I'm really curious how many retweets he got. Like, yeah, he probably got a lot just because it was dumb. Yeah, because he's people like, thought it was funny, but <laughs> like whatever. this guy's a douchebag. Yeah, it's like he actually had negative retweets because people were <laughs> when they saw the tweet they took it back. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it for another edition of the Lazy Geeks podcast. Remember, we're thinking so you don't have to. So until next week, a peace out.